Hello, and welcome to Of The People, a time for choosing this country, this world. It is now a time for choosing. Let's look at what's going on. Germany, by the way, for the first time since World War II, is stationing troops outside its borders in Lithuania. There is now a Red Sea coalition or a coalition led by America to combat the attacks from the Houthi rebels, which are Iranian-backed rebels in the Red Sea as well. You have Ukraine, who is losing the war, and anybody who tells you that Ukraine is not losing the war is lying to you. They are losing. They will lose. It's only a question of what the compromise is. And Israel is winning the war. That is the backdrop to the world we are in. But it is more important than that is the time for choosing. No longer is moral equivalence acceptable. No longer is one man's terrorist another man's freedom fighter. That's what we're talking about here. The bigger picture is that we are all now involved in a war for the future of humanity. There are tentacles here in this country. They've been going on for quite some time. Black Lives Matter, social justice, uh, BDS movement, pro-Palestinian movement, the, all the anti-Semitism that you see. And let's be really clear. Anti-Semitism is the canary in the coal mine. The issue is not just anti-Semitism. That's bad enough. But where freedom thrives, you usually get a Jewish population. Historically, you go back there. When freedom is on the wane, you see a rise in anti-Semitism. You saw it in Hitler's Germany in the 30s. You saw it in the tail end of the Ottoman Empire. You saw it in, in the Roman Empire. This is an age-old story. Now, Barry Weiss, who used to be a reporter for the New York Times, and now I forget her publication, gave an incredibly deep and understanding speech to the Heritage Foundation just about what's at stake. And it's not just anti-Semitism, right? Because who cares about the Jews? Age-old trope as well. But there is a connection between academia and what we're seeing at the FBI and their war on Catholicism. There is a connection between Black Lives Matter and the Muslim Brotherhood. There is a connection between the, that they're not teaching civics anymore and the breakdown in family values, and there's a connection between rise in crime, even though the FBI says there isn't a rise in crime because the statistics don't bear it out, that there's a rise in crime and defunding the police. This isn't rocket science. So as we are in this holiday spirit and we reflect on family and faith in those things, Understand that this is a time for choosing and time for choosing sides because the war, the Hamas war or the war in the Middle East and the war in Ukraine and the potential war if China goes into Taiwan, these are all connected and they're connected to all the domestic upheaval that you're seeing in this country leading up to what will be a very interesting election in 2024 if in fact we have an unfettered one. We'll have one. The question is an unfettered so as you reflect on these things, understand that this is a time for choosing which side you're on. And if you don't make a choice as to which side of history you're going to be on and what you're going to fight for and what you stand for, that in itself is a choice. Stay tuned for the main part of the show. We will be right back. And don't forget, at the end of the show, we're doing our drawing for the Sig Sauer Academy raffle. 
$250 is going to end up in somebody's Christmas stockings. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Tired of seeing your rights stripped away by the politicians in Washington who don't care about you or me? Do you feel like a red dot in a pond of blue dots and feel disconnected? It's time to get connected. The American Center for Education and Knowledge is fighting back to restore America. Get connected. Go to ASICFund.org. That's A-C-E-K-F-U-N-D.org to learn more. Do it now. Welcome back to Of The People. I am Robert Chernin with my lovely co-host on location, apparently, Erica Ooh, Reddick. Oh, Erica Reddick. So, Erica, you're generally, you're, you're not you're not the American Coalition. You're not of the people. You're generally irritable. Are you in a bad mood today? Where are you? Tell you know, everybody. You know, I, funny enough, even though the podcast is called Generally Irritable, I am not irritable today. We are at AmFest 2023 America Fest. Very cool. Hosted by Turning Point USA in Phoenix. Yeah, this is our second year here, and it is always a good time. 10,000 American patriots who all love our country, who love the Constitution. Most of the people here are God-fearing, God-loving people. It's just an amazing time. Uh, and tons of young people, Robert. So a lot of times when we're talking about politics, it can feel like the future is lost. But there's literally thousands of young people here all ready to take responsibility uh, when when our generations are ready to step down. So it's good. It's positive. Gives me hope. And you know what? This is the season of hope. So that's a, that's a good and appropriate segue. And it must feel really good to be surrounded by people that are not necessarily like-minded, but people who have faith, who believe that America is a special place worth fighting for. But I'm sure there's also some acknowledgement of the state of affairs domestically, no? Oh, yes, absolutely. So, and interestingly enough, especially considering your monologue, there is a very large Jewish presence here. There is a very, uh, unlike on college campuses, uh, this place, this building is filled with people who support Israel, support Israel's right to be free and to be independent and to exist in the Middle East. So, it's it it does feel really good to be surrounded by so many like-minded people uh who can also have conversations and disagree respectfully and try to work towards the best possible solution for the country so um yeah it's amazing it's not just uh, you know political pundits and um and people who love the country there's all kinds of people here who are making this country and making this world a better place. So whether it's, uh, you know, folks who help rescue people from uh, trafficking, uh, various churches, um, Red Balloon, which is a job posting board for conservatives. So if you don't want to work for a woke company and you don't want woke employees, there's a job board for that. So it's like, all of these companies that are part of the parallel economy that you didn't know existed before. So it's just, it's 
I mean, it's mind blowing. It's a little bit of sensory overload sometimes, but it, again, it just gives you hope. It gives you hope. You know what? It, it comes down to hope, and it also comes down to values. And as we embarking right. on really this formal Christmas season, right? Uh, it, I I am struck by the juxtaposition, right? There you are surrounded by hope and faith and values, and yet there is now another sort of scandal coming out of the White House, right? I mean, let's look back at sort of the adults being in charge, right? You know, I, I mean, in, in the past year, and, and the scandal I'm talking about is the White House Christmas video, which we're going to get to in a second. Oh, but, that but, scandal, not the oh, other scandal that no, we I'm not, shall not I, I, talk I, about? Well, no, I'm not talking about Senator Cardin's aide, you know, stooping another guy in, in the Senate, you know, conference room, okay? That, you know, okay. that I'm not talking about. Because, I mean, look, even though I would argue that that is sort of a symptom of the moral decay, um, it's hard to lay that directly at the feet of the president. But the stuff you can That's lay at the true. feet of the president is, let's see, we had cocaine, right, in the White House. Um, I guess it's a different kind of Christmas snow. Thank you very much. We had, what was that person's name when they were hanging the, the you know, the, the pride flags? And they had that um, transgender person, you know, showing, oh, the her, person her, showing her breast. Oh, the flashed everybody? You know, yeah. yeah, so so that's on that's on the White House lawn, and let's not forget that this that this is the government that had a had a drag queen in a Navy recruiting commercial or, or ad trying to recruit people into the Navy, and they can't understand what? why they aren't meeting their. Oh, you didn't see that, that was months ago. Where I did. Been? How did I not see that? The Navy put out an ad with a drag queen trying to encourage people to enlist in the navy because it's it's bi friendly or dei friendly or whatever that crap is they're talking what about what drag queens have to do with the navy not whatever. a damn thing why do i not, ask dumb questions robert yeah, not, sometimes not, i but, ask really dumb questions but but th this is you know you're there and again it's the juxtaposition that i just sort of you know you know i have this sort of i just can't wrap my head around it, right on the one hand you're surrounded by Patriots, people who care. There's differences of opinion, you know, with, with, about you know, about gay, about about military, about finances, about whatever it is. About you know, you're probably even going to have even in that crowd, you know, pro you know pro life or, or or people who have a different position. The point is, you focus on yep. what you agree on, not what you and yeah. what and what what bonds you together, not what separates you. And yet, you have this administration that is just lost. I mean, they're just so lost. So I want to talk about though. Have you seen? The White House yes. Christmas video. It's and so weird. Weird. So, it's folks, so if, you, weird. if you haven't seen it, so we're going to keep talking. But when for the podcast, Lord Benjamin, I want you to pipe in that video to the podcast, okay? Which is about two oh, minutes yes. and, 40, and forty-eight seconds. So the yeah. so the video by Dr. Jill Biden um, purports to be sort of a modern take on the Nutcracker, Tchaikovsky's Nutcracker, you know, right, the Nutcracker. Mm -hmm. Now, I yep. used to go, now, I'm the nice Jewish boy. My dad used to take me to Radio City Music Hall during Christmas so we could see the Nutcracker, really? right? It was Oh, absolutely, it was gorgeous. We used oh, to see the Rockettes, fun. we used to see the Nutcracker. Um, it, it was gorgeous. I have to tell you, so, so this, this video was filmed by a dance group called Dorrance, D-O-R-R-A-N-C-E, Dance. Mm, and Dorrance we'll get to them dance, in a second. Yep. But if you haven't seen it, I felt like I had done a, a hit of acid watching <laughs> this video. I mean, this made Alice in Wonderland seem normal. It is the most bizarre, un-Christmas feeling 
um, uh, out of body experience I've ever seen. Have, what was you, it? You M- was it MK? Yeah, was it MK Ultra? That was the like CIA thing where they were giving people acid um, or LSD and not telling them. That was like, back in the seventies, the sixties and seventies. That's that's a different. Yeah, thing. I feel yeah. like this was an extension of MK Ultra. That's what I'm. That's what I'm going with. They were like, okay, we can't legally give. You know, we can't get away with like just dropping doses on people anymore. So how about we just make videos so they feel like they're on LSD instead? That's what I, I'm going with. I, 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 I'm telling you, I watched that and I felt like I was tripping. It was the most bizarre. <laughs> thing I have seen in a long time and this is their Christmas feeling and again you know there's there's all this thing on the internet where they're comparing Melania's you know Christmas which is very tasteful mm. very traditional yeah. I have a comparison you don't folks go to YouTube or watch our watch this you know our video go to our podcast because we're going to put it up for you yep. so you can find it it yep. forget about comparing it to anything it has no Christmas feeling it has no Christmas symbolism it has no value very creepy and it's it doesn't creepy. even have tap dancing in it, Robert. That Dorrance right, dance right. is supposed to be some like world famous tap group or something, and like wait, oh, wait. let's celebrate Dor- black people and tap no, dancing. No. And then they go don't to even Dorrance, tap. Go to Dorrance Dance's website. They are social justice, Black Lives Matter, defund the police on their website. These are the Shut people. Up. Um, God is my witness. Go to their website, unless they've scrubbed it already, like Black Lives Matter did. <laughs> unless they've scrubbed it, right? I'm telling you, it's, I just, and, and again, let's oh juxtapose this. So we okay. juxtapose this to, they just came out with another report that, remember when the FBI was accused, you know, uh, FBI Director Christopher Wray was in front of Congress, and there was a yeah. report that they were targeting Catholics. And yeah. he said, oh, it was an isolated incident. Oh, no, right? no, no. And, well, yeah. there's, there, there is now a report out. Folks, it's right here. There's now a report out that it wasn't an isolated incident. They are targeting Catholics. It wasn't just the Richmond office, right? And if I can read this, <laughs> right? So, you know, it says, by the way, heavily redacted record shows the FBI targeting Catholics went beyond what it claims. Now, Judicial Watch gets the records, and I can't really read this because I need light, but... Um, Okay. So the FBI identified radical traditionalist Catholics as potential racially and ethnically motivated violent extremists. This folks what? Is, so so but but here's the juxtaposition. You have you have this bizarre Christmas video that's supposed to be family values and then correct me if I'm wrong since I'm you know I'm the you know I'm not the you know the Christian, you know, in the room here, or the Catholic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't okay. Catholic, don't aren't Catholics accounting for like half the world, half the country's population? That's uh, uh, the majority. Oh my God, I can't even. I it's, can't it's, even make a sentence. Most many Americans, a large percentage of Americans, identify as either Catholic or Protestant. Yes. Okay. So yeah. So well, it doesn't seem like they're going after the Protestants right now. The only thing this seems like a war on Catholicism to me. I right? this is you what got- I'm wondering is uh, whole. Okay, I'm sorry for interrupting. <laughs> no, we, first not. of all, we no, gotta call. We gotta call. <laughs> we gotta call our friend of the channel, Jay the Republican, and warn him that he the, is a terrorist extremist. Well, I've known that for years. Jay, if you're but listening, also- go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 I was kidding. I was just being... Oh, okay. Um, And then at the same time, didn't the Pope just come out saying we got to bless gay relationships? Why Catholics? 
when the, at the same time the Pope is like, everything is fine. Because they're trying to gut Catholicism because it's a threat to the Republic. Because, and by the way, no, no, wait a minute. And now let's move to the next segment of this. Okay, the department, okay. So the, the Inspector General of the Department of Defense just came okay. out with a report. No, folks, look it up. It's DODIG-2024-034. And in this report, they <laughs> identify the fact the extremists in the military, right? They've identified 183 extremists in the military. These are religious fundamentalists. And, uh, you know, apparently of the 183, 68 turned out not to be, right? But if you look at the report, you see that they're targeting anyone who is patriotic, anyone who is, um, is, is uh, what would the word be, traditionally Catholic? Because now they're labeling it as, as religious extremism or Christian wow. nationalism. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, yeah. Wasn't the country founded by Christians? <laughs> or or, or Judeo-Christian you know values? Am you I know missing what? something? You know what? Those pesky pilgrims, they were a bunch of hateful <laughs> bigots, too. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait. But, but wasn't religious tolerance what... Didn't they leave England? Wait a minute. I, you know, I realized that I was not taught history, so I had to read it on my own. Right? Right. Like, just kidding. I was taught history. Uh, but wasn't there religious intolerance yes, in England? Yes, in and England. And that's why they came that's here? That's why they came here. So, so okay. are we now not having... Is this sort of like, this is sort of like redux, right? We're having religious intolerance again because you pesky extreme Catholics who are religious <laughs> fanatics just, and you're religious fanatics because you want to practice your religion and be left alone by the gut. By the way, that's what makes you an extremist, by the way. Number one, yeah. you want to practice your religion as you see fit. And number two, you want to be left alone from the government interference. And now yeah. that makes you an extremist. Um, and if you don't appreciate the nutcracker rendition that Doran's dance did, you're a racist on top of it. How am I doing? <laughs> I, mean, like, I, I think you I, nailed it. I think I'm sitting you nailed going, it. You know, I mean, and, and you know, we're going to get to this in another segment, but, you know, is it any wonder that we're having trouble in quotas in the military? Because in the mil why no. would people enlist in the military to defend a country that they don't support what the country is, what the government is doing, that they don't think that the government has their back. God knows that the, the militaries, they're underpaid. They're renaming all the That's bases right. because we're rewriting history to get rid of the Confederacy because right. the Confederacy was slavery and slavery was bad. And I'm not arguing slavery was yep. good, but they're rewriting all this. And we're going to get into this in the second segment, I, you know, a, a little more of this. But I mean, yeah. my head's about to explode at the yeah. hypocrisy and the juxtaposition of the White House video, right? Mm -hmm. the, the Christmas yeah. video. Yeah. The, the moral degeneracy you see coming out of this administration between breasts being flashed, cocaine in, in the White House, and I got and we got a drag and queen trying to recruit Senate people in chamber. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can you can keep going on. I mean, there was there was another general who was busted for wearing sort of some mask, you know, do, you know, doing things he shouldn't have done. There's a whole bunch of stuff. I'm trying to focus on just what um, you can sort of lay at the foundation of the administration, uh, right? Yeah. Yep. As opposed to, you know, well, you can't blame Biden for that. Well, you know, I'm an old guy from New Jersey, 
And in, and in the parlance of the Italians that I used to hang around with, yeah. the expression is that a fish rots from the head down. Mm. And if you see okay. rot in this country, you got to go. It didn't just appear. And again, we, we're going to tie this all together. We've we talked about it. You know, there's a reason, as I talked about in the monologue, there's a reason that there's a direct link, right, between academia and the um, war against religion. Because academia yeah. is opposed to religion. Because academia right. thinks that they're smarter, they're better, and religion only breeds, what's the word, extremist? It breeds, you know, people... Wasn't it President Obama who said the people that cling to their guns and their religion? That's right. Proud, bitter so. clinger over here. That's right. what I am. And, uh, you know, Robert, I just, I, I really want to second what you're saying. We're here at TPUSA, and there's an organization called the New Federal State of China, and they are fighting. They are Chinese people, Chinese dissidents, fighting the CCP. And everything that you have described so far in this episode today is literally what they talk about happened in China with the with the communist takeover. And so it, this is real, folks. It is real. It can happen here. Well, it can happen here. It is. It is happening. It is happening here. So. All right. You um, owe me a soda. That's twice. Jinx, you owe me a soda, Robert. I do. Why? What did I do? Because we said things at the same time. Well, that's because Benjamin's going to hate it on the audio recording when he has to edit it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it just it, it is amazing to me. You know, I was trying to recall you and I did a show. It's got to be three, four months ago. There was a document we found, in all honesty, a document I found, because, you know, I have nothing better to do than scour the Internet uh, <laughs> in, in my life. But there was an old document that goes back to the 1980s. I forget if it was from the FBI or one of the other intelligence agencies that even then labeled Catholicism as an ex- right. potential for extremism and that, that it needed to be eradicated. Now, I'm still trying to understand. I mean... I understand that there's been more war in the name of religion in the history of mankind. I get this, um, you know, but to have the government really launch a war and wasn't it, wasn't there a couple, there was a pro-life couple that just got sent to jail <gasps> because they were, they were, I think they were in January 6th, they got sent to jail because of their pro-life beliefs. Don't quote me on that one. You know, again. Some of the stuff starts to blend together, but the fact that the government yeah. has launched a war, essentially against Catholicism, gets in front of Congress and lies about it, and has That's total right. immunity from any uh, repercussions of it, um, it's a wonder people don't trust the government, right? Between AI, the stuff we clearly know we've been lied to, uh, I won't say January 6th is an inside job, all I'm gonna say is that based on the new videos that released, they got some splaining to do. Some you know, splaining. Ch- yeah, don't cherry pick. Don't cherry pick what you show me. You know, um, show me everything. I'm going to make. I'm going to make my own decisions, not what you tell me, and certainly not what Liz Cheney tells me, um, who I used to respect many, many years ago, but clearly has gone off the deep end. So, I mean, because everything is everything is now, everything is okay to do as long as it's about getting Trump. That's it. Get Trump. No matter what you have to do. No matter what rules you have to break. No matter what lies you have to tell. No matter what you know. Um, snippets of video you have to withhold as long as you're getting trump and you're and your goal is getting trump that's all that matters so okay you 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 know what else matters our sponsors 
and are people who support the show. I'm telling you, we got to go to break. You're okay. right. You are so astute, Robert. Look at how astute you are. <laughs> um, you know, there's, what's the expression? Even a broken clock is right twice a day. Um, <laughs> folks, um, stay tuned for more of Robert's rants. And, you know, Eric is listening, you, you know, because I think you're just exhausted that... <laughs> It's, you know, being generally irritable there. Oh, my uh, gosh. It is. We're gonna it, go is to, it has been a long weekend. I'll bet it has. We're going to break. We're going to make some money. We are bourgeois capitalists, I freely admit. And we'll be right back Hallelujah. on the other side of the break. Hey, everybody. Erica Reddick, also known as Generally Irritable. Special shout out and thanks to our Of The People radio and podcast listeners and to our Rumble viewers. We sort of had to give up on YouTube a little bit because uh, they don't like the things that we say. So you guys make sure you go check us out on Rumble. And also while you're there, go ahead, click subscribe, follow, generally irritable. You hear Robert and I talk about it a lot and you might ask yourself, what's the difference? Well, at Generally Irritable, we're not just covering news and politics, but we're talking about how news and politics intersects with culture. We get to go to live events like the How Many More rally at the Austin Capitol, America Fest hosted by Turning Point USA. Talk to and interview some of your favorite pundits, politicians, and podcasters to see what they think about where we are at in the American experiment today. Why do we do it? Because we believe that an engaged and informed electorate is the best way to save the American Republic. You'll even find cameos from our producer, uh, Lord Benjamin, AKA Lord Violence, AKA a darker perspective. That's where you can find him on Twitter. You can find me on all of the socials under Generally Irritable, literally all of them. Twitter, you're going to find me as Erica Reddick, E-R-I-C-K-A-R-E-D-I-C. And most importantly, engage because we need you to overcome the evil big tech overlords. You got to share, you got to comment. You got to like, you got to hit that rumble button. Hello, welcome back to Of The People. I'm Robert Chernin with... Erica Reddick. Live on location at America Fest. How's it going there? I know we talked a little bit, but I mean... I can hear the noise in the background, so you're somewhere with a lot of yes. action. Yes, and you know what? It's better than it was the last couple of days because previously you would have hear, heard people chanting, USA, USA, in the background and all kinds of other patriotic chants, which made it a little it, bit challenging me. to capture audio. Excuse me, you got a, you got a problem with that? No, I love it. <laughs> Except for when it messes up my microphones. <laughs> I got it. All right. So I want to get, that's funny. I want to get back to what we were talking about. You know, we are in mm. the holiday season, the Christmas yes. season. 
And it's about symbols. It's about values. I mean, you know, you're watching The Grinch that, you know, that stole Christmas. You're watching um, It's a Wonderful Life. Um, you're, if you're unfortunate enough, you're watching the White House video. Uh, <laughs> that bizarre as, seriously, folks, watch it. But this administration, you know, and let's call it, you know, let, let's call it, you know, Obama three. I know people are going to, you know, look, look, folks, just because I wear a, a tinfoil hat doesn't mean I'm a conspiracy theorist. I just want you to know that. But we should I mean, put could, tinfoil hats in our merch store. Just side note. Go. Sorry. There, sorry. There, sorry. Keep going. That's, that's okay. That's okay. Because anybody who looks at Joe Biden, I defy you. Look at Joe Biden. Do you really think this guy's making any decisions? I mean, not a really. Chance. Not, not a chance. Not a chance. So maybe it's not Obama, but you sure the hell know it's not him. But in any event, the one decision that this administration has now made is to remove, you know, what Arlington National Cemetery, they are removing the Confederate statue that's been there for, I don't know, 109 years or something. Now, as we go to, that you know, wait, wait, as we, as, we, as we go to, you know, on the show here, right? The a federal judge has issued a stay and and is uh, forbidding them for now for removing the statue. But they remove the statue because it's Confederacy and it's bad. And again, they go back to the slavery thing, right? Um, and what they don't understand, or maybe they do, that it, the, that statue was put there as part of the unification of the South and the North as part of the reconciliation post-Civil War. So what they're really saying, much like War on Catholics, is basically they're flipping the bird to yeah. all the southern states. They're renaming all the forts. Fort Bragg is now, you know, yep. Fort Benning is now something else, right? I yep. forget. Fort Hood um, in Texas, Fort, the largest be, military base in the country. Because the Confederacy was bad. And yep. look, um, there are those who would argue that the Union did some bad things too, right? I'm not here, but you're either one country or you're not. Right. So, you know, to me, it's those symbolisms that they're trying to rewrite history again. What yeah. say you? Uh, it is. Uh, I mean, you you must have been to Arlington Cemetery, I'm assuming, many times. right, Robert? Many, okay. many times. It is one of the most emotional experiences I've ever had. Um, going to go, going to Arlington Cemetery where you see all of the headstones and you watch the tradition of of the changing of the guard for the tomb of the unknown soldier. Oh my gosh, I'm getting emotional talking about it. Um, sure. It is it is a it it like realizing that all of those people that are buried there are there because they defended our country, they fought for us, they died for us. You, you know, all this stuff. And the idea that, like, removing a statue somehow cleanses our history or, like, cleanses us of of the true cost of the freedom that we enjoy today, um, it's just nonsense. It doesn't do See, anyone it, any good. It doesn't make it better. No one's... No, yeah, but, it doesn't... It doesn't make... It doesn't fix history. Well, but it, but it does. Here's where I disagree with you. I think they well know the power of symbolism and mm. they're trying to they're trying to rewrite the past and this is they're they're not removing this statue to rewrite the past they've already rewritten the past and they're moving this statue because this statue contradicts their version mm. of the past it's evidence I mean, yep right it's evidence so here's by the way what they say 
The reason they're removing the statue is it is a nostalgic, mythological vision of the Confederacy, including highly sanitized depictions of slavery. That is... Um, what? That is the military's reason and rationale for removing this. So symbolism is important. I mean, symbolism evokes emotion. Symbolisms evoke, um, you know, a, a camaraderie or it's all about symbolism. But yeah, it, they're not removing it to erase the past. They've already erased the past. They're moving yeah. it. They're removing it because it's evidence of what the past really was that contradicts the narrative and the crap that they're selling everybody. To me, well, that's like, the, the difference. Would they get rid of the Holocaust Museum? Do, would they get rid of all of these things that are of meant they, to of be reminded? Of course they would. That's what I'm saying. Like some of this stuff is meant to be reminders, so that we don't relive and redo the same mistakes we did in the past. Why? But, but Erica, <sighs> the the lens today's lens of power is seen through only one lens, and we talked about it last show. Yeah, oppression or oppressor and the oppressed. The Jews. Yep. The reason all this anti-Semitism allegedly is, and we'll talk about it in the third segment, is because Jews are oppressors. People with money are <laughs> oppressors. White people are oppressors. Christian nationalists are oppressors. Who do they oppress? Yes. They oppress people of color, right? They oppress black yes. people, brown people, yellow people. I mean, pick your color, red people. Pick yep. a color that's not white. They're they're oppressed by the white that's people. That's it. Right? Yep. Um, so, you know, that's why they're, they're doing this. And again, going back to symbols, did you see what's going on in Minnesota? No. Oh, come on. What? So, so Minnesota. What, what is what is the witless Whitmer doing now? Or no, wait, no, no she's no, Michigan. She, she's she's oh, Michigan. No. She's Michigan. J.B. Pritzker. Wait, no, who's he's the Chicago. mayor? He's, who's the governor? I don't even know. Okay, okay, okay um, I'm mixing but, it up. Go, but, go, but, go, go. So, so Minnesota is now redoing their state flag, and I want Lord Benjamin to put up the current state flag of Mich mm -hmm. of uh, Minnesota. Now you got me saying Minnesota. Michigan. Right. I know. Uh, I'm sorry. I messed right. y'all up. And, I'm sorry. And, and it's and it's 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 a it's a you always do. It's a it's a it's a deep blue field with a circle with a picture of of slavery and Indians. You know, and, you know, it just it's it's sort what? of what got us here. No, no, it, it's not. They're finding it offensive. So what they've now proposed, they appointed a commission and they proposed a flag that looks remarkably like the Somali uh, puntland of Somalia flag. <laughs> Right, and I don't know if you guys can see this, but we're gonna have Lord Benjamin put it up. Here's the picture, right? Here's the picture. The two flags on the bottom. One is of Somalia, of pronouncing correctly. And 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 by the way, Minnesota it has the largest largest Somali, population Somali population in the world outside of Somalia, right? And yeah. their congresswoman yep. is who? Uh, that is Ilhan Omar. Right. Who came from Puntland in Somalia, and now oh. the commission in Minnesota is trashing the old flag because it's racist, right? <laughs> and the and the one flag it has to be voted on. It may still be rejected, but the commission, it's the SBC or whatever it is, just came out with a flag that looks remarkably like Puntland's flag in Somalia. Okay, so it's all about so let symbolism. Me get this, so right, let me get about this straight. The, the state with the largest Somali population right. uh, who actually is uh, 
instituting Sharia law in parts of the state and um, has, uh, what is it, Minneapolis has the uh, Muslim mayor and like they're doing all this stuff there. So so the state is now basically the... the, the rising, they, rising crime, right. Oh, well, again, good God. Again, again, it's symbolism, right? It is the power of symbolism. And again, yep. folks, understand they're not changing the symbols to try to rewrite history. They've already rewritten history. They're doing it in yep. your textbooks. They're doing it, what was it, a couple shows ago, we saw the NSA came out with this new definition, this new manual of all these woke definitions of everything. Yes. Right? Yes. I mean, blows my mind. So they've already rewritten history. Now they're just changing the symbols to do it. And the other Make thing that blows, blow, the other thing that blows me away, you now have the government, you have senators, and, you, and it's being proposed in the military, because they're so under quota, and because we yeah. are being invaded by millions, they want illegal immigrants to serve in the military as a way of gaining citizenship. And thereby, we will you know, have sufficient military to fight. Now, think about that for a second. What comes to mind when I say that, besides the laughter? No, this is important. So you're gonna, so one of the proposals to meet the military's need is to have people who are illegal immigrants who broke the law to come here, serve in yep. the military, but it goes deeper than that. I want your thoughts. Okay. I, I want your I, thoughts. I, no, I, I, I am beside myself. I am rarely speechless, Robert, you know this. You know how mouthy and loud I am, okay? Um, but the idea right. that that in order to fix the military quota, we should allow illegal immigrants who, their, their job will then be to defend the Constitution, which they violated to get here, which they have right. no reason to, I mean, I... Ding, 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 ding. Give that woman a cigar. By the way, I happen to have with me, so if you, if you enlist in the military, here is the oath of office that you're supposed to take. Wait, the wait, uh, but, hold on, I'm sorry. I'm just like, this right. is all like landing in layers. Think about, they're right. not even doing a good job of vetting the people that they're letting into our country. Exactly. So you're gonna have a bunch of, you're gonna arm and train a bunch of foreigners. Oh, right. good now, God. Okay, now, now you're going down the rabbit hole that I'm already down, right? Um, and by the way, I'll, where's my tinfoil hat? Um, so here's your oath of office. I blank, Robert Chernin, do solemnly okay. swear that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, even though you're gonna have now foreign people serving in there, right? And that I will right. bear true faith and allegiance to the same, and that I will obey the orders of the President of the United States and the orders of the officers appointed over me according to regulation of the U Uniform Code of Military Justice, so help me God. So there's two issues. First of all, so you can have God in there, but you can't have God in the classroom, you can't have God anywhere else, but you can swear an oath to God to, to support, to li you know, listen to the president. But think of it this way. You are going to have, if this proposal goes forward, and no, yeah. if the Democrats win again, I'm sure it will, that you're gonna have people who, A, not only broke the law to come here, 
but they're yeah. going to put their life on the line to defend a country and a constitution and a document when they have no grounding in what it means. They have no background into the how special America is because of the constitution and the separation of powers and American exceptionalism. They have no, no. vested interest in protecting this country other than, hey, it's a job, I get food, I get paid, and, um, and I'm going to get citizenship. But there's one more thing here, which you just touched on before. Not only do they not have grounding in what makes America exceptional or special or the or constitution, or and they certainly didn't know who the first president was, and they didn't know who Babe Ruth was, which used to be the old citizen test, if you remember, from back in the day. But you're now going to have foreign mercenaries, essentially, serving in the U.S. military who will have no allegiance to the people but we'll have allegiance to the government because the government, and that's the other thing people are missing here. Oh. So you're gonna have, because, because don't forget, we have the Drag Queen Navy recruiter. They are now drug testing a lot of the special forces that if you're taking performance enhancing drugs, they're kicking you out because God forbid they don't want you in there. And let's connect the dots, right? Because you may be loyal to the people and you may not be loyal to the government. They've Wait, yeah, one they've more. already gotten rid of all the right. conscious objectors. Right. And then that Go was the, the Inspector General's Department of Defense report that I quoted earlier that cites all this extremism that they're trying to pull out of the military. Most of it is religious extremism. Or let's, by the way, let's, let's get a new word in there. It's patriot extremism, right? If mm. you are a patriot, if you are, if you are a, um, a um, faith-based Catholic, Right. Yeah. You are an yep. enemy of the of the state and you are a threat to the state. So all of this connects together. Yeah. And I just it just folks, you, it's what I said in the monologue. It's so obvious. This is a time for choosing. And if you don't choose that, you just made a choice. We're getting the high yep. sign. We got to go to break yet again to make yet more money to give to the government. <laughs> Stay tuned, folks. <laughs> Eric and I will be right back on the other side of the break. From conservative commentator and contributor to Breitbart News, The American Spectator, The Jerusalem Post, The New Civil War, Exposing Elites, Fighting Utopian Leftism, and Restoring America, Bruce D. Abramson brings a transformative exploration into how progressivism has poisoned America. Featuring a foreword by President Trump's former strategist, Sebastian Gorka, PhD, the new civil war will open your eyes to the left's incendiary agenda and how patriotic Americans can fight back. We're living through a national trauma. The United States has jettisoned the rule of law and ceased functioning as a republic. Battle lines have been drawn. Progressives are moving quickly to cement their transformation of the country's beliefs, attitudes, values, social structures, economic models, and government organizations. Patriotic Americans are waking up to recognize that conservatism failed to conserve much of anything. Progressives control academia, media, the civil service, and several of our country's most important industries. The new civil war is not a call for war. It is a recognition that war has been declared on us our sacred love of liberty is under attack. Unless we defend it, the America we love may be lost. This book is for every patriotic American eager to defeat the utopian left and restore America. 
Joel Pollack, conservative journalist. Americans face a bizarre new political landscape. A supposedly moderate president who ran on promises of unity is pursuing a radical left-wing agenda. These challenges call for principled, effective opposition. The new civil war will help start a conversation about how to push back. Harmeet Dillon, civil rights lawyer. As a lawyer who defends the victims of progressivism every day, I have looked into the eyes of the thought police. The new civil war provides the wake-up call American needs and serves as a self-defense manual for patriotic Americans. Get your copy of The New Civil War today. Hi, I'm Robert Chernin. And I'm Erica Reddick. And we are of the people. You can find us on Rumble. You can find me on Twitter, at RB Chernin. And? And I am at Erica Reddick. Look us up. You'll be entertained. That we guarantee. Absolutely. She's never wrong. Ever. <laughs> Just ask my husband. Hello, welcome back to Of The People. I'm Robert Chernin with my Erica Reddick. Co-host. Erica, I wanna connect all this. I know you've got a bunch of stuff in the background. You're at America's Fest, um, and I know a bunch of moving parts there. So I wanna jump right yeah. back to where we started, which was a time for choosing. What people okay. need to understand here is that this is not just Israel's war. It will start there. Mm. It will move here. It's really already moved here. So what this really right. is, is a war for the future of humanity. And where it matters, mm. right, academia and those other things, there was just a poll yeah. out the other day, domestic poll in this country. Oh, and the polls, Robert, I, so, this was so upsetting. Oh, my. Okay, keep going. Keep going. What was upsetting? The poll. Oh my God! I know what you're about to read, okay. and I'm upset already. Go ahead. So the poll. The poll is that most young Americans between the ages of 18 and 24, 66 percent of young Americans think that Israel should be ended and given to Hamas. That's now, right. Now, as you go into a broader uh, segment of ages, right? You know, the poll changes a little bit. But how bad a job are we doing? educating our youth when they think that Israel should be given to Hamas and that obviously Jews are the oppressors, right? This is college campuses. This is the failure of academia. This is, yep. and again, the anti-Semitism is not the, is a symptom of a greater issue here, right? And yeah. that's what people don't understand. And then, um, 67% of young people say that Jews as a class are oppressors and should be treated as oppressors, right? Yeah. You know, and again, we're we're in that age group, right? Yep. And I want to relate some a story that happened to me. Okay. I was at a conference a while back, and someone said, "Why do they, the Muslims, why do they hate the Jews?" And again, let's be clear: we're not talking about mm -hmm. all of Islam. We're not talking about. We're talking about Hezbollah, Hamas, Iran, the radical. Mm -hmm. You know, extremists extremists you know you talk about you know catholic extremists these guys are extremists but why do they hate the jews and my response was they don't just hate the jews the jews nope. are the tip of the spear if they're successful in driving the jews into the red sea right from the river to the sea it's from the jordan river right. to the red sea if they're successful and i looked at the guy i said you're christian he goes yeah i said you're next Yep. I said what they hate is Judeo-Christian values and yep. Judeo-Christian values. That's why 
it always it starts in Israel and ends up coming here. This is a war for the future of humanity, Western humanity. I mean, there's a map of the Middle East that I want Lord Benjamin to put up on the on the video, but in yeah. case anybody can't can't see it, here is that map. All the green is the Muslim world, and if you see a little bit yes. of red in there, that's Israel. So we're being led <laughs> to believe that if if this little red gets gets you know wiped out and is all green, that all of a sudden all's going to be safe in the world, right? Yep. Yep. And, and, and all those and remember all of that green on that map, Robert, none of those places want the Palestinians either. OK, let's just be clear. Uh, right. Continue. Continue. Egypt's the wall in Gaza not to open up. I mean, this literally a couple of days ago, not to open up the crossing so the Palestinians can come in there. It's to make sure yeah. the Palestinians don't come in here. Right. That's right. And it's all and it's all this disconnect going on. It's like the protest in this country. I mean, how stupid are we? So the, the most stupid that I've seen are Queers for Palestine, right? <laughs> because there's a group out there called Queers for Palestine because, and again, so they're anti-Israel, they're pro-Palestine, yet Israel's the only one that would protect their rights to be queer or whatever the term is or homosexual, whatever the term is, right? That's politically correct. How can you know, people be so misinformed? Like, because they're brainwashed by academia. They're brainwashed that this, that again, when you see the world through oppressor and oppressed, and Israel and the Jews are oppressors, therefore anything that happens to them, um, and Donald Trump is a dictator, right? Therefore, yep. anything you do to, in the name, I'm, I'm doing something bad, right? I'm stealing an election, I'm not saying it was or wasn't. You know, I'm yeah. cherry picking information on January 6th. I'm throwing all these lawsuits at them, all these other things. Because we're saving democracy from Donald Trump. I mean, that's what this is. But don't you see the connection in all of this? And yeah. now we have our young people who are so, because we're not being taught anything, again, the failure of education. Thank you. Now we're back to the teachers unions, right? Who don't yep. teach the kids. They don't even care about the teachers. They only care about the union. So all of this is connected. Tell me what I'm missing here. I, I, don't, I don't think you're missing anything except for, uh, you know, I think they're missing a bunch of brain cells. I don't think we're missing anything. I think they're missing it. I, I, so, so explain something else to me. So, so the Jews have to get off the land because it's, it's the Palestinians or the Muslim land. Correct me if I'm wrong. So we're about to celebrate Christmas. I believe that's the birth of Jesus Christ, right? Did I get that right? Yep. I know I'm Jewish, yep. but I think I got that right, right? <laughs> that's so, the gist, yeah. Okay, just making sure I got my facts right from, you know, when I was schooled <laughs> in all of this. So what city or town was he born in? Uh, Bethlehem. Bethlehem. Where's Bethlehem? Judea. <laughs> um, so it's or not Israel. in Israel. It's, well, it's not really in Israel, according to, you know, the UN and everybody else. It is in, right, the West Bank. Oh, right, right? yeah. Yep. And, and where it used to be all Christians in Bethlehem, guess, who's, guess who are, you know, lives in Bethlehem? They're all Muslim. Do you see the Christian world in upheaval because there are Muslims in Bethlehem? And no. they want to take it back because it's where Jesus was born? No. No. Well, why not? Well, and because... I mean, don't you think they should? I mean, I mean, what's fair for one is fair for the other. What am I missing? You know, I'm being facetious. You know, honestly, I'm, being, I'm being facetious. You know, you know, no, I'm but being... I know you're being facetious. But at the same time, Robert, so like, like, that's a really good question because 
it is it is actually just more evidence of how Christians and the West have just given over and ceded all of the ground and all of their values. Just like you've got the Pope uh, blessing same-sex couples and you know what I mean? Like the West and Christians in particular are so disengaged and disconnected from how much the rest of the world hates us uh, that it's really shocking. Like we are the counterculture. Robert, you as a, a you know Jewish people, Christian people, we right. are the counterculture. And if Absolutely. we don't stand Absolutely. up and fight for our own existence, while you have the likes of Iran and Palestine or Palestinians saying, you know, death to the West and death to Jews, I don't want to. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Here's here's your perspective. So there are approximately 1.9 million Arabs living in Israel. Right? Wow. How many Jews? How many Jews do you think live in the rest of the Arab world? Approximately. Like none. Little. Right, we're gonna do. We're gonna do a test. Egypt. How many? Five. By last count, ten out of a population oh, of hundred million. In Jordan, population of ten million. How many? Zero. Zero. No. Of in course. Lebanon, population of seven million. Last count, hundred. Saudi oh. Arabia, population of 34 million. Zero. I mean, you want me to keep going? By the way, wow. the, the shocking thing in all of these numbers is that Iran, a population of 83 million, actually has 8,300 Jews by last count. So What? Yeah. Are they, no they all in jail? Um, you know, either that or, you know, they're just lying about the numbers, you know, to make themselves seem making bipartisan. Making it up, but yeah. I think they're making it up. Look, the, the, the point here, and, you know, those numbers may not be to the person, but you know, it's from a reliable source, it's close enough. The point yeah. is, you have 1.9 million Arabs that live uh, in freedom, in peace, in Israel. It's not a perfect society, neither is ours, neither is, is Iran. Not, I mean, you know, so this isn't, you know, this is not um, Thomas More's utopia, folks, okay? <laughs> right? I mean, you know, human interaction always has surus or some, you know, heartache or some indigestion, right? But yeah. the point is, where we started here is this is a time for choosing do you want your 18 to 24 year old kids not educated on what's special about this country that they think that jews are oppressors and we should just give the land to hamas and by the way even if you give the land to hamas which is the palestinians do you really think that's going to solve anything right absolutely I mean, not right so it's just it's this disconnect but it's all connected to black lives matter social justice movement bds here Right. LGBTQ, ABCD, XYZ, whatever letters you want to put on it. Right. Um, yeah. The White House, uh, you know, the Christmas video in the White House, the uh, what was the the, the terminology or, or the, the glossary that mm -hmm. the NSA put out that we talked about in an earlier show. All of yep. this is connected with the war between Israel and Hamas. And let's be clear on the war, folks, before we end this. It's not Israel that has in their charter the extermination of another people. It's not Israel that teaches their children to be suicide bombers and martyrs. It's not Israel that hides munitions in hospitals and mosques and schools. It's not Israel that burns people alive, reminiscent of the Holocaust. It's not Israel, and by the way, if you haven't seen any of those graphic videos where they would cut you know, genitalia off of women who were living, 
you know, and then killed him and then uploaded it on the video or burned babies alive. I mean, this, if there is no more moral equivalence. If we can't call out evil when we see it, we have lost our humanity and we are beyond redemption. That's right. right. Justice Potter Stewart famously said when asked about pornography, he said, I can't define it, but I know it when I see it. Yep. I know evil when I see it. We all know evil when we see it. If we don't have the strength to call this out, that's right. then we are just as guilty. And that's why, ladies and gentlemen, on the, on the eve of the birth of Christ, it's time to choose. It's that simple. And Erica, oh. I'm getting a high Amen. sign. Yes, Amen. you know what that means. Well, well, we're not going to go to break, but the last thing we have to do before Christmas break is make somebody's Christmas. And, and I know we were talking about fighting, and I don't really want to fight. I'd rather, you know, I'm a lover, not a fighter, right? At least that's what I see myself as. Um, we have a hat. So we are Can you hear raffling the off. Of the paper? We, are, we are raffling off a $250 gift certificate to Sig Sauer Academy. We've had a really slew of people emailed us their their entries and we have them all in the hat and eric actually brought them all to america yes. fest so, you, so the winner is going to be picked from america fest and can i make a request yeah can we have lord benjamin on camera i would like him to be yeah. the one to pick because you're biased and i'm biased and that way no one can claim I know we can't be trusted that we <laughs> that we're biased lord benjamin okay come on bring it where are you chair. sir scoot your chair in exactly because what better gift for Christmas than learning how to defend yourself or learning to defend yourself? That's there he right. is. Yes. Ladies so, and gentlemen, so. for those of you on the podcast, this is Lord Benjamin or Benjamin Reddick, who is our producer. That's right. Uh, and he he makes us, well, he doesn't have to make you look good. You already look good. But he makes me look good, which he, is he no easy makes, thing. He, also, he does make me look good. He makes us both look good. All right. That's right. Lord All Benjamin. right. So. Okay. So. Drum roll, please. Right? We'll have a drum roll for real. So where's my brother yeah. when I need him? Who's the drummer? All right. So pick out, pick the winner. All right. And into the hat. Let's see what we got. Dun, 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 dun. you going to announce the winner? Of course he is. No, you say it. John Gallagher. John, John Gallagher. John Gallagher. Okay. <laughs> So, so John Gallagher, we will check. I'm sure we have your email address. John Gallagher, you, you, you are the winner of a $250 gift certificate to Sig Sauer Academy. We will email it to you because uh, I know we have our email. Some people put their phone numbers on there. Some didn't. If you don't have your phone number, we'll definitely email it to you. But um, okay. don't forget, my email address is robert at coalition4america.com. You can also get me through the station, WNTK. But John Gallagher, congratulations. Merry Christmas. You got a $250 gift certificate to Sig Sauer Academy coming your yeah. way. And, and thank you for listening. And thank you for being part of the people. Okay. To you, Erica. All right. Yes, and sir. to you, Benjamin. Lord By the way, you know Benjamin's my middle name, right? Um, oh, this is I why we're connected. It is. It's a, see, right. that's why we have this bond going. It's a good name. Um, that's why you guys like each other so much. Well, I like him because he's righteous, frankly, and he doesn't put up with people's crap, yours or mine. That's a whole, <laughs> that's a whole different thing. But I do, I, you know, truth be told, I do like him. Folks, yeah. from Erica and I and from, and from Benjamin, we want to wish you and your families a very, very Merry Christmas and a yes. very Happy New Year. 
and just remember all the things of value, family, friends, camaraderie, this country, and all the things you have to be thankful for. We're going to fight and get this country back on track. It may take us a little longer um, than we think, but there's so much to be thankful for, and there's so much to remember this Christmas, and it's not happy holidays. Hanukkah's over. It's Merry Christmas. So from our families to you, all of yours, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Merry Christmas, everyone.